What is up, people? You are listening into the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. We got a great show lined up for you guys today. Of course, we'll be talking about D23. This essentially is going to be a D23 recap show. Marvel had its panel at D23. There was live anticipation about what we could expect to hear from Marvel. And we got some answers to some stuff, certainly some answers to some movies, to some shows that will be coming out. Uh, we did not get some answers from some certain Fox properties that I think left some people quite disappointed. So we'll break it all down in our episode of Hero Talk this week. Don't want to waste many, any more time, so I'm going to get to my co-host. Joining me first is Shamari Stewart. Sham, we talked a lot about D23. Now we're out of D23. How you feeling? Uh, feeling pretty good. Well, of course, we'll get into... Uh... We'll get into our expectations. Uh, now, EJ, got to take a quick shot, EJ. Okay. You were on, quick shot. on a roll lately with some of your predictions. I feel like you were a little off here. Oh. You know, I feel yeah. like you were a little off. I know you were, you kind of had bigger expectations. Yeah, it was, uh, not a good, it was not a good day for me. I, I was waiting to so, see uh, I was waiting to see a Fantastic Four, waiting to see a Krasinski come out, waiting to see. <laughs> uh, waiting um, for Denzel. Yeah, waiting for <laughs> yeah, Denzel. Denzel to come out. Yeah, I, none of that happened. But um, but yeah, no, it was, it was this was a very light uh, D twenty three, and that's a very very kind way to put it compared to some other people online, uh, like uh, you know John Campio and, and others. Shout out to John Campio, but you know just a lot of other people have very colorful language uh, to describe D twenty three. So I'll just put it that way. Yeah, they must have they must have Jody Comer uh, back there in a in a in a, in a closet somewhere. <laughs> they were like, "All right, we're not ready to come out yet. We'll we'll, we'll call you. Uh, we'll call you in San Diego next year." Because <laughs> the word was that Jody Comer is definitely been cast, and she's gonna show up. And there was no Jody Comer to be found. That, of course, the rumor that she's gonna be cast as uh, Sue Storm, and I was pretty much all on board with that rumor. And it was crazy. Kendall, Kendall joins us in this podcast as well. It's crazy just how much that rumor <laughs> picked up steam throughout the week. We talked about it last week on our podcast. Uh, that random report from that random dude. Who had these all these castings, and then the Comer thing was really popping off. And I'm like, oh man, this guy might have been on the money. And we talked about that a little bit last week, and then uh, nothing from that from that end. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, look, I'll, I'll cut you some slack, EJ. I know Shamari is getting on your case. You know, it was a bad week for Marvel. Wow, um, but... bad week. That's how Kendall's going. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was a bad week for Marvel, and we'll, we'll wow. get into that. But I, I, I'll cut you some slack because that. Like, I think it, no one could have expected it to be so uh, underwhelming. And it's not wow. like it wasn't, well, it didn't have anything or it didn't have anything cool. But given the, it's just the optics. It's just, it's, this, is, this, is, this is the first time I looked at Marvel and I said, not the first time, but one of the bigger moments in Marvel's history where I've looked at them and said, just out of touch. With what you, with the way you handled this, combined with Comic Con, and it's not not to say that Comic Con wasn't really good because we talked about that, but we also understood during Comic Con that there was D twenty three coming out, so that affected our opinion of Comic Con, knowing there's more coming down the pipe, and there was more coming down the pipe, but it wasn't it wasn't all that we expected, and I don't know. I, part of me wants to say that this may be Marvel's sort of, I want to say, response to 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 like the like to the the 
leak community, whatever you want to call it, the leaker community or whatnot, of them saying, look, if you guys want to put out all this stuff, we're not just we're just not gonna we're not gonna announce it then. You know, but like there's there's just a lot of stuff that we know we know that's coming that they just have that they just decided we're not gonna say anything for about it. So Yeah. Um I, I can't kill it. We'll talk about the Fantastic Four and all that stuff a little later, but yeah. Um but in general I thought uh again I can't blame I can't blame anybody specifically for being excited, you know, about or expecting that Marvel is going to have some of their bigger bigger stuff in their up there, you know, in one of the bigger cards up their sleeves and then just decide not to play it. Multiple big cards up their sleeves that they yeah. decided not to play. And some of it may be timing, like they can't, you know, certain things they may not know. You know, we've talked about do they know who the fans asked for? Maybe they don't, but right. like but there's certain stuff that we know that probably could have been announced. I don't know when this stuff's going to get announced now. I even heard someone, I don't know if it was a reporter, a scooper, or a fan. I can't remember which of the three. But someone had said, like, you know, is there a possibility that, you know, they do have some of the Fantastic Four 100% cafe. They don't have all of them. And that was why they didn't have the presentation with everybody. Like, maybe they were close on all four. Like, we, you know... Krasinski's been the leader in the clubhouse for the, <laughs> obviously for the for the Mr. Fantastic casting, and we heard all the stuff about Comer, so it makes them okay. Maybe they got two of the four, and they thought they were gonna get, you know, uh, uh, torch and, and thing, and maybe they didn't get that. Who knows? But the, the feeling I got from this guys was this to me, and we watched football this past weekend. NFL Sunday was back. This <laughs> yeah, felt did. this felt like prevent defense. This felt like uh, you know run the clock out. This felt like a team that was up 30 points that knew that they just needed to just run the clock out. Like, that's what I the feeling I got from Marvel this weekend. Like, this could have been, a, you know, we're going to run up the score on DC and just, you know, put up a 70 spot on them. And they decided there's no reason for that. There's no, <laughs> there's no reason. Yeah, we're, we, we're up, we, are, we, are, we are up by 40. We're going to win this game. Our excitement for this year is palpable. For next year, rather, is palpable. We just don't need to do anything else. So let's just be comfortable with the things that we have. Let's not say all that much. And let's just call it a day. That's kind of the feeling I got from the T23 convention. You the fun. Yeah. yeah, I'm a little a little surprised by that, I guess, because I feel like, you know, Feige is typically when they have stuff cooking, he usually uses D23 as a big venue to announce stuff. And the fact that he really... We'll get to some of his announcements. The fact that he didn't really have anything that was super new of note. There are some new things, and we will talk about it. But almost everything that was announced had either been rumored or had been kind of widely reported to be happening, just not officially announced. A little surprised by that by D23, uh, and a little surprised by that by Marvel. But let's talk about it. So we got new details for Marvel's Phase uh, 5 and 6 plans this weekend at the D23 convention. Uh, the Marvel panel included presentations for movies like Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Captain America, New World Order, The Marvels, and the newly announced film Thunderbolts. We also have received details for Disney Plus shows like Echo, Daredevil Born Again, Ironheart, and Armor Wars. Meanwhile, Werewolf by Night, which is going to be a Disney Plus special, and Secret Invasion, which will be a Disney Plus show, were also showcased with new trailers that were released worldwide. So some of the takeaways from this weekend that we'll talk about 
because there's a lot. So I want to make sure I at least mention all of them if we don't get to all of them that were, were announced. So the major takeaways, the major news we got from this was, uh, one, that we have a new Thunderbolts team that's officially announced, officially on the board. It's going to be Yelena Belova's uh, Black Widow. It's going to be Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes. It's going to be Red Guardian, of course, played by David Harbour in the Black Widow movie. Taskmaster, who was also in Black uh, Black Widow. Ghost, do you remember that character from Man-Man and the Wasp? U.S. Agent, slash, uh, slash of course, you know, um, uh, well, I can't remember U.S. Agent's name now. John Walker. Uh, John Walker, there you go. Uh, John Walker, played by Wyatt Russell. And uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, of course, played by um, Julius, Julia Luis uh, Dreyfus. So that is our team for the Thunderbolts. We also got, uh, you know, interesting information from Charlie Cox. It wasn't necessarily from the actual convention. You know, after the convention is over, they have the red carpet or blue carpet, whatever they call that, you know, thing they do where they talk outside of the um, outside of the event and, you know, the media gets to ask questions. And I thought his, his interview with extra was interesting because they asked him about, you know, what exactly is this show? And finally we got somewhat of a straight answer, though. Even he seems a little unclear. Here's what he said when he was asked, is this show a continuation or is this a reboot? Does it feel like a continuation or like you said, is it more of a new beginning and a new chapter of this story? Yeah. I don't know anything. So, okay. so, so I've seen a script. I've seen a script, and I, it's like the best feeling ever because I, I currently have no secrets, and I've had so many secrets for yeah. so many years. Uh, so there's, I can't, I literally can't give anything away. I, my feeling is based on the title, Born Again. I think that it's the sense is it's going to be a new beginning. It's going to be different. It's going to be tonally different. It's going to be new stories and new ideas. It, and and it's a, it, like, like Kevin said, it's a season one. It's not season four, so it's a whole new thing, which is, I think, the right way to go. You know, like if you're going to do it again, let's do it. Let's do it differently. So interesting comments there from Cox. We'll certainly revisit that. Um, also coming out of this weekend, Tim Blake Nelson, who you remember, or maybe you don't remember <laughs> if you don't have fond memories of the movie. Uh, I tend to like the movie, but the Incredible Hulk uh, movie that came out towards the beginning of the start of the MCU. He played the leader in that film. He is returning to that role as the villain in Captain America New World Order. We also got official confirmation that Danny Ramirez's character, Joaquin Torres, will be in this new Captain America movie. And he will be taking up the mantle as the new Falcon. And Shira Haas will be playing uh, Israeli superhero Sabra in the movie as well. And that is a little noteworthy there's some other reasons that's noteworthy, and maybe we'll touch on that. But in the Marvel, just the strictly Marvel side of it, it's noteworthy because uh, Sabra in the comic books is a mutant. So that is a uh, a, can, a canon, uh, canonically, I don't know what the word is there, but a, a mutant, a person who is a, a mutant in the Marvel canon making a debut in uh, the MCU. We'll see how they handle that. Anthony Ramos's uh, uh, character will be the Hood in Ironheart, which there have been some leaked set photos we had seen of that so we kind of knew that was coming so andy anthony Romero, uh, ramos confirmed to be in ironheart he'll be playing the hood ant-man the wasp quantum mania will serve as a direct lead-up to avengers kang dynasty so interesting information there uh Hu kwan will be in loki season two a new casting there and officially confirmed matt shackman will be directing fantastic four so a lot to unpack there I think I got to everything, Sham. I'll start with you first. Of the things that were revealed this weekend, 
which one stuck out to you the most? Um, so for me, uh, I would say, um, let's see, probably, <laughs> it's funny, I actually kind of want to pick something that's not even on this list. Okay, um, you can, what, 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 did I, what did I miss? Or on this specific list. Uh, I like the Secret Invasion trailer mm. um, uh, that we got. Um you know, it looked it looked better than than I had expected. Uh, you know, as I as I, of course I've said many times, the Coley scrolls are not doing it for me. They never were. Yeah, man. And it we seems got real like scrolls. <laughs> yeah, man. See, no, we, we, no, no cornball scrolls in this uh, in this uh, show. It seems like we're actually getting scrolls now. It's like okay, so we're getting scrolls. I wish maybe there are more heroes and not just Samuel L. Jackson. But at least we're getting scrolls. You know, so I'm like, all right. So now let's see what the actual scrolls. Uh, can do in the in the MCU. That's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to that. And um, for me, the probably the next thing after that, I guess, is Ant-Man and the Wasp. But you know, uh, Quantum Mania leading into Avengers, so that should be cool. Um, I mean, of course, we know Kang is in that movie, um, so that should be that should be pretty pretty nice. And uh, of course, I enjoyed Tim Blake Nelson in Watchmen as well as uh, Looking Glass. Uh, so it'll mm-hmm. be fun seeing him as uh, the leader again. And I enjoyed the Incredible Hulk as well, so that should be fun. Um, I wasn't feeling... I, I, so, uh, so I don't know. So I, I, look, I have mixed feelings about the Thunderbolts. Right. Um, I mean, I just feel like... First of all, I just feel like there's too many super soldiers. Like, why do we have Winter Soldier <laughs> and Red Guardian? Like, it's a super soldier all-star team. <laughs> yeah, why is this? What, like, what is that? It's like we have... It's like. It's like having a bunch of like a bunch of like center forwards on an all star team. Like you got KG, like LeBron. Ty, Ty, Tyron Lue said the same thing when they played the Warriors a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Super soldiers. <laughs> yeah, you know they can throw in the sports analogies. I mean, it's kind of it's like that's what it looks like. It's like why do we have Winter Soldier, Red Guardian, and U.S. Agent, and I'll throw in Taskmaster too. Kinda, I'll yeah. throw in Taskmaster. Yeah, for sure. Like why the Taskmaster, the Taskmaster these... is essentially a Black Widow, so yeah. I yeah, so why do can. we have all these super soldiers? Like, can we get, can we get like someone that's not a super soldier? Like mm. someone. <laughs> so I don't know. So that's just that's just how I feel about that. I was a little underwhelmed, honestly, with this with this roster for the Thunderbolts. So, um, not to say they can't be good, but it's just you know I was hoping for something else. All right. Yeah, so we'll definitely touch on some of that stuff. Kendall, quickly, what what was your biggest takeaway some of the things that we got from Marvel this weekend? Uh, on the positives, uh, I agree with Shamari. I thought Secret Invasion was a W for Marvel. Mm. I mean, Secret Invasion, would this would I have considered it a W when they first announced it? You know, with what we saw, probably not. But with what we've heard, it, you know, I think we've had enough time. Marvel's given us enough time. For it to set in on what Secret Invasion actually is, yeah. Um, to where I'm not, I don't feel like I've been lied to. I don't feel like, you know, I'm I'm disappointed because it does look cool. I mean, if yes. you say what you want about, you know, there be no Captain America or anything, it does look like it'll be very good. So, um, and it looks the the tone looks far more serious than anything that Marvel's done in a while. So, um, yeah. I mean, the, I I I I'm very curious to see how secret invasion 
uh, plays out. And again, I think that that was definitely a win for Marvel. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, like I say that I don't think that this convention was much of a win for Marvel uh, as a whole. Um, I thought that, uh, you know, the Thunderbolts. Look, uh, th- there have been some there's been some commentary on Thunderbolts this week, and it's something I brought up. I brought up months ago when we were talking about, you know, potential teams yeah. for the Thunderbolt and when people were kind of doing their people were doing the mock teams or reports were coming out on who could possibly be a part of it. I mentioned that there's not a lot of not a lot of people of color on the team. Mm. And but it, I I always assumed like, hey, look, we don't know what the team will look like. It is what right. it is. Um Ghost was always the only person that was mentioned, and I always said, "Look, I mean, Ghost is, I mean, it's the worst character on the is the, the worst character on the list, you know, in terms of at least my opinion of of them as their inclusions in the MCU." And I mean, look, I didn't know about Red Guardian, you know, but we all thought Zemo would be on the team, and yeah, that, that was that was the shocker, I think, yeah, or at least you know, shocker no to Zemo, me. No Zemo and the Red Guardian being being included, definitely a surprise, but. Um, but yeah, but now people are seeing the list and in the way Marvel decided to roll it out, you, all these, you know, the, you, have, you have a picture of them all lined up. I mean, it almost looks, it just looks optically, it doesn't look great, you know, and then, and and you see the, you know, then they had a picture with the cast, you know, and <laughs> even the picture people are like, you know, it, I mean, I don't know, it, it, does anybody else see this? And so that, <laughs> that, 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 I don't know if that was very smart um you know and I, I mean i and personally i think that this is just not a great i don't think it's a great team you know um again we knew john walker we knew we knew bucky was was a high chance we knew black widow was, was a high chance of being on it uh the taskmaster didn't have to be on the team you know yeah, I mean, absolutely not like they're trying to force his character down our down our down our throat and it's you know, it's not it's not somebody that we're that we were excited about. I mean, yeah, if you would have told me Taskmaster two years ago, you know, I would have said, sure. You know, I mean, two years ago, we you know we were Black Widow was supposed to come out two years ago, and it you know, uh, you know, it'll come out a little later. But still, you, I mean, if you would have told me when before Black Widow came out that Taskmaster being in this movie, I would say sure. But the reception wasn't great, so. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I think that this movie would have been a perfect opportunity to just make new characters, not use a bunch of characters. Mm, interesting. That we, you know, like Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad movie used like eight new characters. And we, and that is true. They did yeah. another one and they used like six more new characters yeah. and only recycled two of them. So, interesting. like, I, you know, the idea that they were just going to use a bunch of recycled villains that most, most, most of them people, because Marvel has a problem with villains. They don't do a good job with them. So yeah, I was gonna touch on that. They don't have much of a rose gallery to pick from. We know that. I mean, it seems like they're using Yellow Jacket as as some version of Modoc in 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 Quantumania. Um, and so we don't we don't we like there's there's only but so many people that they'll be able to even pick from. And I don't know. I don't I don't know if they picked the the best group, but yeah, I mean that was underwhelming. I mean Werewolf by Night. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I don't. I, don't I feel, like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like the people that keep talking about Werewolf by Night, I, like, I, I, just, I don't like to normally do this. 
I don't like to make accusations, but like people that are trying to make Werewolf by Night a thing, I just feel like, yo, are, are, are you getting the check from Disney? Like, I just have zero interest in in that at all. Like, especially, and like I, I kept seeing, and I kept seeing these, I kept seeing these tweets from people being like, oh, the much anticipated and much expected announcement that Werewolf by Night is coming out. I'm like, who was anticipating? <laughs> who was anticipating this? Who who the hell cared about Werewolf by Night coming out? I, I I really need answers. I had I did not hear anybody talking about this. The trailer seemed fine, but like the and then the what's crazy was the first thing that came out of it. No, now that we're post D twenty three, is that oh by the way, uh, Blade was gonna be in it, but now he's not gonna be in it. <laughs> so now I'm like, well, do I have any reason to be excited for this now? Like, what what is going on? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, the rollout for that was was very underwhelming. Um, you know, uh, they, they look they're trying something different. I'll give them give them credit for that. Um, but my thing is, give me well over by night when you're tell, when you're also announcing the cast of the Fantastic Four and you're telling me what's going on with the X Men. Like, don't give me 100%. Don't, don't give me this slate for your D twenty three, and all I got yes. to show for it is. That's why you know, I a very I, I agree a very good very secret, good secret invasion, invasion trailer, trailer and this werewolf and by night thing. Yeah, just like one of like two or three trailers releases this and people trying to hype this up. And I I watched that trailer, man. I was falling asleep. I I didn't watch. I didn't, fin- I didn't finish it. I didn't watch it for like a couple of days. I just I honestly, like, to be honest, I, didn't I, was, I still I still haven't finished. I watched like the first forty seconds. I was like, all right, like, I, I, I'm you know, done like yeah, I started nodding off just on a trailer, and that's pretty that's pretty hard to do. Yeah, <laughs> and I was falling asleep in that trailer. I'm like, I'm not watching this. I know I'm not gonna watch this. So, I mean, yeah. I haven't said this in a long time, man. But Star Wars cooked Marvel this weekend, and Facts. Star Wars did. have a good weekend, Facts. and they cook, they cook Marvel. Facts. I was hoping they talk about Samuel Jackson's Secret Invasion. I was like, man, I want to see him in Mace Windu. That's what I'm more excited <laughs> about. Shoot, yeah, yeah. Facts. And they, they they cook Marvel, and that's that is not happening. That's not happening in a while. You're right about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that has not happened in a while. So you're definitely right about that. I mean, so look to me, I think let's start. I'll I'll, I'll take Kendall's lead and start with the positive as well. Like, I it's three for three on the Secret Invasion trailer. I thought that that was definitely a W. Like to me, and I'm coming. This is probably I'm probably the most cynical when it comes to Marvel Secret Invasion that they're gonna give us. Because you guys know how much I love the original comic book. It's one of the things that got me into comic books secret civil war did but st- i stuck with it a lot because of the secret invasion storyline so i i love that character i mean sorry, i love that storyline i love that whole event but this is not going to be that and it's clearly not going to be that so you would think someone like me would look at this and say i don't want any part of it but what they gave us looked really just, like i said look just looked really cool it just looked like wow this looks like a really super spy kind of fun nick fury story to follow and seeing how it's going to, you know, touch some of the outskirts of the Marvel Universe. What I kind of anticipate with Secret Invasion is I think this is going to be a story where essentially, like, Nick Fury is going to prevent what actually happened in the Marvel comics where the invasion happened. Like, I, I think that he's going to nip this thing in the bud earlier. So we're seeing that aspect of it. That's why you don't have all these heroes and people that are, you know, masquerading as scrolls. I think we'll see probably a few. I, I told you, I tweeted, as soon as... They said on that stage that this show goes directly into Armor Wars. The first thing I thought was, okay, well, Rhodey's a scroll. That's that's I, I, I will step that down. I will put 
all the money. I don't know what the odds are on that, Sham. Give me some odds on what what the plus minus is on that. I would put money down on that. Rhodey is a scroll. It is the first time I've heard I've seen Marvel ever say um, this is a show that leads into another show. We've heard them say this show leads into movies. Never seen them say that about shows. And Rhodey is in the trailer. And a lot of the issues seem to be uh, Samuel Jackson being concerned that Rhodey doesn't know who to trust within his own circle. And I think that's because we're going to find out Rhodey is a scroll himself. So that was, I thought that was a really good trailer. I thought it was, looked really cool, really well done. I'm excited to see that show. I think you guys are, are I think, 100% right about the Thunderbolts. I think for something that, sh- that should be a really exciting venture, I just, there was nothing in there that I could gravitate to to say, okay, this is why I can't wait to see this. Like that team, not doing it for me. Um, Yelena and Winter Soldier kind of being the team captains that are kind of not pseudo villains. Fine, I, I can live with that. The rest, though, um, Red Guardian being in there feels almost like an overreaction to his acclaim from Black Widow. Yeah, positive reception. Yeah, yeah, he got a great positive reception, and he deserved it. I thought Harbor was outstanding. I did not need to see him anymore. <laughs> to be honest, at least not in a ma- not in a major way, not as a not as a a, a lead in, in a team up in a team up movie. So that felt like an overreaction. I wonder who, if he could have replaced somebody that w- was supposed to be in there because I was really surprised to see him. You guys know how I feel about Taskmaster. Not interested in in their take on that character. And honestly, like I thought Taskmaster was kind of like fixed at the end. Like, so why are they still? doing this i don't know so that, that was confusing to me um ghost i don't hate ghost nearly as much as kendall does i actually think ghost was a pretty good character in uh ant-man the wasp but the problem is i mean uh ghost is probably my fourth favorite person on this team so that's really it's a bad sign if ghost is that high to me like if ghost was the worst person on this team i say all right, all right i feel okay about that but i i would prefer ghost over red guardian taskmaster easy so um so uh, you know whatever with ghost u.s agent love why wide russell's portrayal happy he's on the team probably my favorite member of the team and val you know we know she's gonna be in the movie and now we kind of can confirm okay her connection to all the stuff that's been going on is that she is i guess the leader of the thunderbolts or is some way associated with it so um no abomination no uh what's the name uh, the guy in yeah, no abomination, I forgot about no abomination, him. Yeah. Which was reported, it was reported that he was gonna be on this team. He, he's not there, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, no. talked about um, the other guy, Zemo, who had been rumored also to be on this team, nowhere to be found. So, I don't know what Someone happened. Said Vulture, some of the Vulture would have been great. A Vulture would have been a good pick, but then also, what I kind of want to touch on, what I said I'll touch on it earlier later. I saw someone else tweet that you know, this is the problem, honestly, when you kill off so many villains, too. Because Killmonger, I mean, Killmonger should be the leader of the Thunderbolts. Yeah, he was like tailor-made for this. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. he's like, and that would have been great because he could have absolutely kind of played the, and I hate to kind of use, like, the, you know, oh, this, the, the leader black man role that, like, we saw, uh, you know, uh, a Bloodsport play in Suicide Squad Dead, Dead and, and Deadshot play in Suicide Squad. But, like, that guy who, like, would normally want nothing to do with the government but having no choice but to deal with the government for whatever reason, being that character and like having the depth that Killmonger has, like that's a perfect fit. And no, nowhere to be found. Uh, you can't get someone like Yellow Jacket in here, who also would have been a perfect fit. 
but you, you maimed him to a degree where there's no way he could be Yellow Jacket. So now he's got to be the Modoc situation. So when you like put your villains in such a bad spot, whether you kill them all off or don't have don't allow them to be viable moving forward, like we're like who are the better who are the good options? Like I mentioned Zemo and I mentioned Abomination. But like, like what happened to Whiplash? Like Whip, Whiplash dead? I think Whiplash is dead. He, I don't remember for sure, but I think he's dead. <laughs> for what I remember, like they killed off the guy in Iron Man three. Like yeah, Aldrich Killian, yeah. And then also, to me, this is also an indictment on the fact that when you turn all your villains, too. Because, like, to me, like, Taskmaster and Ghost aren't villains. Like, U.S. Agent really isn't a villain. Like, I I think maybe one of the more controversial decisions from Falcon and Winter Soldier was to kind of maybe not make him come off as such a villain at the very end. Like, I I don't see any villains on this team. Like, with... Who's a villain? Who, who's a who's a villain on this team? Ghost was reformed. Taskmaster was reformed. Red Guardian was never really a villain. Who's right. the villain? Like yeah. the, the Thunderbolts are are a very morally compromised team. A, a, a team of very morally compromised people, and that's not this. So Thunderbolts Maybe, uh, felt like a misstep in terms of the team that they decided to go with. Wouldn't this have been a great spot to introduce a character like the Punisher? Like I, so I, I'll shout out Richard Newby because I know some people have been mentioning Punisher too. I, I don't think Punisher fits on a Thunderbolts team from a moral standpoint. I just I don't see any way he would work with the Thunderbolts. Interesting. Like think about like Frank Castle, his moral, his moral compass, and the idea that he would a work for a government that you know killed his family and turned on them uh b he would work with these other scumbags who he thinks are all terrible people who have killed people and who don't deserve justice or don't deserve redemption like it's just too many like i love frank castle give me frank castle anytime you can but i don't know if this was like him being on a and also i don't know if frank castle works on a team period so i don't, I don't know if he's a yeah. good team player so I, I would say I would pass on Frank Castle for the Thunderbolts for that. But I don't know how you feel, Sham. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd probably agree with you, EJ. I probably would need uh, the Punisher here. Uh, but, I mean, I pretty much agree with everything else. They they really missed out on just about everybody. I mean, you just – I say just take out Taskmaster – Take out Red Guardian. I don't need. I definitely don't need either of them. Elena's yeah. fine. She's probably the only one, the only Black Widow <laughs> character yeah. that should be representing that movie here. You know, like take the other ones can go. So Elena, keep Elena. Throw an Abomination, who's already in She-Hulk. You're bringing back Abomination. Throw throw an Abomination, and throw in um, Zemo. And boom, it's fixed. <laughs> you know, like I feel that 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 heavily fixes this. And I look, this, maybe, I don't know if this is controversial or not, but get rid of Winter Soldier too. Like, put it someone else in. Yeah, I low key um, didn't, didn't need Winter Soldier in this either. I don't really need Winter Soldier in this. I like I like Bucky, but I mean, he's not a he's another one, not a villain. Like you said, he did, definitely not a villain at this point in time. Um, so it's like I mean, put him. I don't know, have him work with you know. Uh, 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 the cat, new, new Captain America. 
have him do something like that. Why is he in the Thunderbolts? So I don't know. Yeah, it almost yeah, felt like is, for me they were trying to get him away from. Uh, they were trying to get him away from, like the Captain America movie. Like to me, it was like we have to have find a reason why he wouldn't be involved in this movie. Oh, it's because he's working with the Thunderbolts. That's and like so, kind of how I look at it. My other question for you guys: This also feels to me like, and look, we've we've said this before about Marvel, and we've been proven wrong. But I am very curious to see how this is marketed. Because I don't know if it's a very marketable movie. I mean, we don't know what the story is, so that's a big part of it. We don't know who the villain is, if there's a villain. But like, I mean, I don't know. Like, we, we it's, a, it's a bunch of side characters in theory. Winter Soldier is the biggest is the biggest attraction, mm-hmm. and then you were, they're trying to build Yelena up as a as a main character. And Florence Pugh is an excellent actress, so you could definitely, you know, position her as as, as a lead actress. But and obviously, you know, Julia Louis Dreyfus has a big big fan base. But I don't see, I don't see like Mar- mega Marvel movie from this cast. No, no, I don't. I like don't... Suicide Squad brought in Will Smith. And Idris Elba. Yeah. Even if they were playing, you know, I mean, C-list characters. Uh, it, it, I don't know about that. I mean, I think that Julius, Julie Louis-Dreyfus is is big time. Um, 100%. I mean, Florence Pugh, I mean, I feel like her, 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 you know, if you didn't know Florence Pugh before last week, I think you know Florence Pugh now after all the issues with Olivia Wilde and that movie she's with, with uh, uh, you know, um, Harry Styles. So, <laughs> Florence Pugh is a mega star now, I think, just from that alone. So, and then you got Sebastian Stan. I, I think I think they have that, star yeah, power. That's We're talking Marvel. I'm saying, like, in the sense of, like, these characters mixed with, like, again, the, the actors. I, like, it's those three, I agree. I mean, I think those three. I mean, are, yeah, I mean, those are, are me, those are three then, big. Those are three big stars right there, and I think that's really what you need for a Marvel movie. Like, you need three really big stars, and but then you got I mean, David, David Harbour's a mega star. Yeah, yeah, yeah I say, I'll say Harbour's not Harbour's not a he's not a slouch. He's a pretty big star. Like, why Russell but then, is not but then a we, like we mentioned, but then we like we mentioned like these aren't characters that Marvel fans are gonna get. I mean, Bucky is, but everyone else. They're not going to get behind the same way. Like, okay, and I'll, I'll play with you. I'll play along with you here. Like, did they do what they did for the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie? No. Where everybody's a megastar. I wouldn't say that that was. This is the same as that. That had a cast that was either all super hot rising stars like Pratt and Zeldana, where maybe they're not a megastar at that time, but they're red hot at that moment, white hot at that moment in time. And they're about to become that superstar, and everyone else is. Um, the only the, the the least famous person in that cast is Dave Bautista, who's known across <laughs> the world as a wrestler. So, like that shows you how big that cast was. Did they do that? No. Do I still think that there was comparable star power here, like for for a Marvel movie period? I still I would still say so. Again, I think you right. you have and three people who I would say We're are going back to, big stars. And that's the thing. I think Guardi- Guardians is the is the is the closest comparison and obviously like you know there's other movies where there have been you know where it's just like you're, you're banking on the character you know like you're banking on well you know 
this person's playing Captain America, this person's playing, you know, Ant Man or whatever. But like at the same at the same time, you know, I just again I think like I think about even Black Adam. Like Black Adam has the rock, obviously, but we talked about that movie and that movie is starting to pick up um its promotion and it feels like it'll probably do a little better now than it than it felt a couple of weeks ago, but like with all this stuff about superhero fatigue, I don't know if this is the time to be playing around with yeah, list characters in the and, box office. Yeah, and, and Kendall, I, I really want to echo that point as well, because um, I know even EJ earlier when you were talking about kind of Disney kind of just taking a victory lap and taking it easy and just kind of, right. just kind of taking taking it kind of just chilling. I don't think they can chill. This phase has not been as good as 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 really anything else Marvel has put out. Yeah. Um, this has been a big lull. Even just people I talk to, I just out. It's just people are not enthralled with Marvel lately. It's been, they've been hit or miss. Some people like some things, disliked others. Like it's not. It has not I been mean, consistent. The She Hulk going on right now has been mixed. She Hulk getting mixed. Some people like it. Some people are like, eh. Some people still don't like the CG. It's very mixed. It's very very mixed. I think Marvel is kind of taking advantage of their goodwill that they earned with Thanos. And it's like, you know, since that, in Spider-Man, I mean, I don't know. I, it's like, I, you know, they can't just take for granted, oh, well, DC has a fire going on in their house, so we can do whatever we want. It's like, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff. There's a there's a Lord of the Rings show on television now. There's a lot of other content that's being made that has nothing to do with superheroes that people are going to just watch. If it's better, you know, and I don't think they just take for granted that people are going to watch the watch their stuff and enjoy it. So I don't know. I, they they really have to step it up. And, and I know Feige, I'm sure he's got a million things cooking, but it's just yeah, the like, market. When we stuff. talked about the red, when we talked about the Thunderbolts years ago. Like we always thought Red Hulk would be an, would be a part of it, and, and right, maybe yeah. we, maybe we can't. No. RIP. RIP. Yeah, yeah, but. Like when that was a thing, when that was a possibility, or when that was a, in, theoretically a possibility, that always made sense because it was like it's it's so easy to sell Red Hulk. You don't actually know who Red Hulk is. Just be always oh, yeah. evil Hulk, man. Like, you can <laughs> right. This toy sell itself. Now we're doing Red Guardian, and it's like he's only there to sell toys. Same with John Walker, but like you know, it doesn't have. I don't know if it's gonna have the same effect. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's it, it's it's kind of crazy to me too when you look at it. Like, I mean, they, I mean, the Thunderbolts was the showstopper. That was the end of this presentation. Was we're doing Thunderbolts and uh, just it's a little dumbfounding to me, you know? Like, like, and like it's dumbfounding in, in itself. But to me, it was more dumbfounding when I saw this with the team. I mean, uh, Ghost. Not a fan favorite. Taskmaster, not a fan favorite. I mean, you're leading with this is the end of the end of your mega presentation for this D23 thing. I, I did not, I did not quite understand that. Uh, quickly on on the the Daredevil stuff. I mean, I thought the I thought that Cox comment was interesting. Um, he had to talk a lot about the different you know tones of the show, and there you hear him talking about whether or not it's a sequel or not. Um, here was a question he was asked also by Variety about 
whether he's expecting a dark, darker or not so dark tone for this show. How much darker will this Daredevil be as compared to Netflix version? I have no idea. I, 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 I don't know that it will be any more darker. I, will it be less dark? I, I, what does dark mean? Like, where is, where is that tonal shift? That, that will, there will be a tonal shift, I'm sure, because we're doing more episodes. It's a whole new deal. Um, you know, and we're now on a different platform. And, but I don't know. I haven't read anything yet. I, is anyone else? So, uh, I'll say I'll I'll say this question though. I'm, sure, I'm now maybe I'm should be asking a different question. But I'll, I'll ask the question I was going to ask. Is anyone surprised that Cox not knowing what the hell is going to happen with the show at this stage of the game? And then I guess part B of that question is: Do you believe him? That he doesn't because even the first question when they asked, "Is this a continuation?" It was very interesting when I saw all the headlines was that Cox says that this is not a continuation of the Netflix show. But then, you know, when he's asked, when you read, listen to the full uh, quote, which I played earlier, it was, well, I don't know anything, but I see the title, and that makes me think that it's not a continuation. Which, it just feels like that's a conversation you would have had to have had with Kevin Feige at this point, right? Like, I, I found some of his commentary and his answers to some of these questions a little interesting. Not bad or good or any other way, I just... I was surprised. I was, I was surprised that that was the line he was going with, which is I don't know anything. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, it's definitely surprising. Um, I mean, I'm not. I, 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 I mean, I guess I believe him. I, I but it's hard because all these actors are just they all they will all just lie. Feige gives right. him full permission to just lie. Now, I'm sure they ask him, what should I say? He's probably like, just lie. <laughs> so, um, so I'm sure that's what they do. But, the, um, the, but even if he's lying but, about that, Sham, like, like he says, like he's lying, but then he's also giving like answers. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, I don't know anything, yeah, yeah. but I don't think it's a continuation. Like that's a, that's a weird thing to lie. Like, like that's a weird thing it, to me. It's like, okay, well, if it's not a continuation, then why don't you say it's not a continuation? Why are you saying I don't know? But also, it's not like that. Like even like that wording was weird, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, yeah. It's definitely weird. It's interesting. I mean, I'm expecting Daredevil. Just based on how we've seen Kingpin, I'm expecting this to be a much lighter, much more. Uh, I wouldn't say whimsical. I think that's a bit that's a bit much. But but just more cartoony kind of daredevil he's going to be doing things that that are that the daredevil in the netflix show can never do uh and it was going to be more akin to what we saw in the movie <laughs> i'm pretty sure uh that's what's going to happen um and that's just what we're gonna see that that's just that's just how i feel about it i don't know if he knows that i feel like if he is lying and kind of stammering in his answers and stuff that's why it's because he does know that both him and d'onofrio but, but that would be my guess. And and Kendall, here's what he said when it came to you know, because he he says in that same interview, you know that he that you know he loved playing that Matt that Matt Murdock character in She-Hulk because he had to adapt his Matt Murdock to the lighter tone of She-Hulk. But then you know when the interview was like, oh, so we're gonna see you know a you know, slapstick Daredevil, he very much pushed back against that. 
Slapstick daredevil. I don't think that would Brad fall. Not over the, for the over the course of our, an entire season. Not with this character. I don't think that. I don't think that's truthful enough to the source material, for it to really work. But there's plenty of comics, Daredevil comics. There's plenty of runs where there is levity, there is lightheartedness, there is fun, and and I think with 18 episodes, you've got time to do a bit of both. You know? So it almost feels like Kendall to me, like he's trying to almost kind of. And I'm not even, it's not, a, I'm not dissing him by saying it, but he's like, he's kind of playing two sides, right? He's saying, hey, like, we're going to have more fun. And I had a lot of fun doing this more fun Daredevil and She-Hulk, but also, like, don't panic if you're scared that this is not going to be the Daredevil you expect. Do you get that same feel? Um, to a degree. I mean, I think it's a little bit of, of like, like Shamari mentioned, that I, I, I don't know if he knows for a fact what this is yet i think yeah, he, he says he, he, is, knows... he says he has not seen a script for the record right um and i think obviously he's got to know like you guys mentioned you got to know to a degree what he's signing up for um but like I, it feels like this i you know it feels like i mean they they didn't they didn't have much you know right now like they they They've only been able to tell us that we're getting Fisk and we're getting uh, yeah. Matt back. Yeah, that's it. And that, you know, and it has a title, and I'm sure they know what the story, where the story is, is going, but, um, but, I, but I, but I, but I feel like they're, they're still very early in that, in that stage. And I, I think a lot will be, I think we'll know a little bit more after we see him and she Hulk. uh, have a better idea of something like of, of what the not necessarily the tone of his show is but what how they're going to handle his character uh yeah you know and i'm been sounds like it sounds like whatever we see whatever we see from him shield doesn't necessarily mean that that's what we're going to get um yeah. you know for his character long term but uh but yeah no i mean i i mean i'm i'm, I'm excited to see see that uh play itself out but, um, you know, I think it, this was a, this was another weird one for Marvel, where it was like, you know, we 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 knew this was coming, uh, and it just felt like triple confirmation, you know. Um, yeah. So, uh, one, I mean, I, the the honestly, I would say the biggest surprise of the weekend. I don't know about you guys, but I think the biggest surprise for me, honestly, was the leader. Right. Uh, being, yeah. Being picked, being tabbed as the villain for for Captain America: New World Order. I mean, it's like I feel like I've I've seen people talk about, hey, like the leader's still out there, he's still on the board, and like I people have mentioned it, right? But it just it, it's never past. gone more than just being a mentioned. <laughs> yeah, because it, it it never. I mean, because I mean, we've we've mentioned it, like the Hulk is is, is for the most part off the board, I mean, and people may have mentioned it with She Hulk at a time, but it. it became clear that he wasn't going to be the villain of She-Hulk, so it was like, you know, that wasn't going to make any sense. Um, and, you know, they had the, the Easter egg in, in, in The Incredible Hulk, you know, where Tim Blake Nelson gets the blood and is starting to transform or whatever. Um, they just never went anywhere with it, obviously. But yeah. um, it does feel like Marvel is starting to, like, recanonize that movie. And, you know, we're not going to get into She-Hulk, but just in general, like, they're they're not they're not acting as if that movie never happened, which they kind of did. I feel like early on, 
you know, even in what if where we got like Betty Ross and stuff like, yeah, you know, it's like they're not they're 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 back to pretending like that movie happened, which is I think uh, I don't know what it means, but what it means is we're getting leader uh, in the interim. And that uh, that is interesting. I mean, they they I think they went out. I want to say maybe the maybe the director, Julius Ona or somebody came out and was like, yeah, the leader is going to be like terrifyingly intelligent and stuff like that, so um, curious to see how the portrayal is, and I, I have no doubt that, you know, Tim Blake Nelson is an actor that they have probably tracked over the years and seen this guy, you know, we don't have to, we don't have to consider recasting this character, you know, the no, fact that we have right. him in our lap, you know, he can definitely pull it off, I think that's what they've said to them. So. Yeah, I, I like, the, I like the, the choice of villain. I think, you know, we kind of already saw, you know, Sam go up against kind of more of a physical threat, whether it be U.S. agent, um, you know, like or whether it be you know the people he was fighting in that in, in you know in that uh in, in Mocking the Winter Soldier, Taskmaster, uh, well not Taskmaster, uh, yeah, Flagmaster, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flagmaster, um, right, yeah. So like, so I think kind of making him have to now think more. Like honestly, like we haven't seen Captain America face a villain like this, like. You know, maybe maybe let's go a little bit, you know, but that was really more overall military strategy. That didn't have much to do with him. It was supposed him. to be Zola, but Zola was, you know, that was like yeah. more of an Easter egg than it was. Yeah, yeah, Zola, yeah. He hasn't really faced someone that was like, okay, this is purely about, like, your your wits. And I kind of think putting that as Sam's first test is smart. It's also smart because, you know, Sam's not a super soldier. So I think that there's, there's kind of a, like, you know, in wrestling we call that kind of smart booking. <laughs> you know, like give someone, give him someone who's legit, legit threat. But like, yeah, don't put him against Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you know, like put Ray, Ray Mysterio against Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you know, when you're trying to get maybe Ray Mysterio over, it might not be the best idea. So, like, I think that they were smart with that. Um, have any of either of you? I know we got to move on soon. But have either of you heard any of the concerns about uh, the leader being the villain, Tim Blake Nelson being being a Jewish man as the villain, and there's apparently a, uh, how do I say this? Like a, a, there's some kind of like far right conspiracy theory about the new world order that was apparently very highly anti-Semitic. That I, I kept, I saw some of that stuff kind of floating around on Twitter. Have you seen any of that? I have not. Um, but that is interesting. I mean, I don't know. I feel like. It, I mean, it'll probably get, honestly, I think if this is something that uh, will get the conspiracy nuts kind of riled up. No, I mean, not to, you know, throw people under whatever, but I'm not a, a conspiracy, you know, super crazy, you know, super right. conspiracy person. But, um, but, but I think it's just, just going to get those people riled up and, yeah, you know, I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that. Disney or Marvel is thinking about that. I don't blame them for quite frankly, not, not thinking so. about that. If, if Tim Blake Nelson is, is is the right person for this part is able to play the part willing to play the part i think they should cast him i don't think that's you know uh, as long as you know the movie isn't giving off any kind of anti-semitic message whether it be kind of either you know whether it's if it seems anything subliminal or anything like that then i I don't think they should be concerned about it yeah yeah i think you're right i think that these they're gonna have to you know be mindful of it um because it it's going to be a story like the, the from the little I saw right. of it, 
you know, this is the first time we're hearing of any of this. Like that, you know, we knew the movie was called New Order. We didn't know that the villain was gonna be the leader, and that's gonna be Tim Blake Nelson playing the role. So that's not gonna go away, like the, the, unless they change the name of the movie, which I don't think they're gonna do. But I mean, we'll see how this goes. It was noteworthy enough that you know my girlfriend to say, "Hey, did you see this thing about this movie?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And I looked it up. I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." And then I read more about it. And then Sabra being in the movie, being an Israeli superhero, who I guess in the Marvel canon, there's some very what people have said were very like pro Israeli government type propaganda, you know, because you know movies this combos whenever she debuted written in like the 80s or whatever so you know you know what comes with that kind of territory so they were like and then casting this character in this movie just like adds to it so all i'm saying is marvel you might want to tread lightly with just and really think about how you move forward because this is something that's happening uh, um yes uh I, <laughs> yeah whatever yeah we we've seen we've seen that that uh seen that 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 sort of that sort of stuff sort of bubble up sometimes yeah sort of underground and then it you know eventually you can't control it but i was going to say that um the other thing about this movie that that is interesting uh that they did decide to uh to, to point out that Isaiah bradley is coming back uh as a character and that's dope um it's interesting that they picked that they decided to highlight that uh one obviously character was great in Falcon Winter Soldier, but did not mention anything about Elijah Bradley. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 you know, for anybody that's been playing the the game that we're getting the Young Avengers, not announced. <laughs> I may know. Uh, anybody playing the game that we're getting the Young Avengers uh, anytime soon, uh, and their theories that we're getting Patriot and Captain America Four, I don't think that they're blowing down any of those rumors. For sure. Last thing I want to say before we move on, I think Ant-Man and the Wasps is really kind of becoming the next real tempo movie for Marvel. You know, they talked about, one, the, the word from the people who got to see the footage of Kane. They say that he looked terrifying, sounded terrifying. You know, Why wouldn't you show like, us that? I don't. I have no idea. That, that to me, was the biggest mistake Marvel made, I thought, was not like, giving You already Ant-Man showed trailer. people that at Comic-Con, and yeah. you're like, show you more exclusive stuff. Yeah, that that I thought was the biggest mistake, honestly. Even more than anything that happened. Yeah. Yeah, but, big, big, big. Because this big movie mistake. sounds it sounds cool, but like I don't care. I haven't seen anything. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, it, it's all theoretical until, until I see something from this movie. Yeah, but it seems like you know, and it's Faye saying that this is the lead up to the Avengers, the next Avengers movie. Uh, he notes in this in this in these panels panel that there are no Avengers. Like the Avengers are disassembled at this point in time, uh, as we're watching, you know, uh, uh, Captain America: New World Order. So that, that's Sam's having to navigate the fact that he doesn't have super friends to his call and say, "Hey, I need help with this." I saw someone theorize that they're gonna they may kill off Scott Lane. That movie. I can see that. I've told you I think that young the Avengers wrestling booking. I told y'all that I think Avengers Kang Dynasty is a young Avengers move. I've said that a bunch, and I'm I'm not moving off of that. So them killing off, and honestly, right. Kang Kang should absolutely kill Scott Lang. Like, come on now, again, wrestling booking. Scott Lang definitely definitely fits the bill as a jobber. If he's he wants any smoke with Kang the Conqueror, like, we, and, what are we talking and about? If we're trying to build him up as a, if we're trying to build him up as a real, yeah, kill a lovable character. Guy, you know, kind of like how Thanos took out Loki. 
yeah, give us a new timeline. Give us Hank Pym younger. And, you know, when we reset this whole thing in Secret War, and then we get Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, and then we, we and then we get rid of uh, Hope Van Dyne, because we don't want, uh, uh, we don't want Homegirl around anyway, Li- uh, Evangeline Lilly, and we're all good. So, yeah, if they want to kill off Ant-Man, I, I will be very sad. I, I, I really like Paul Rudd, and I like his character, but yes, I will be 100% I think his characters come pretty full circle. It also give the Young Avengers, uh, you know, whenever we see them, a, a time to, uh, a reason a rallying cry, yeah. Yeah, Cassie Lang, you know, being a part of the team. Of, yeah, exactly. Of, you know, like uh, like Sam Samuel Jackson, you know, Nick Fury said uh, in Avengers, you know, they need the push. You know? Which would also create an interesting dynamic if they do want to bring in the Iron Lad character at some point. Exactly, exactly. So it all it all makes sense. The people who are who are jumping to that conclusion, I hope you guys are right because I think that that would make a lot of sense completely. But let's let's shift gears here. As we wrap the show, let's talk about what didn't happen. So, there was hope that we get some key castings for Marvel's Fantastic Four. And maybe our first official announcements related to Deadpool, related to future X-Men projects and X-Men characters. We got none of that. Like I said at the top, all we got was Shackman directing Fantastic Four. In fact, Feige made it a point during the presentation to say, hey, by the way, Shackman is here. And he's directing Fantastic Four, but he's not even going to come up on the stage. And we're not going to even acknowledge it because I had nothing else to say about Fantastic Four. It was kind of a strange moment. I didn't watch it, but it sounds like a strange moment as, as people have described it. Um, so nothing for Fantastic Four other than Shackman, which has been reported now for several weeks, maybe even a month at this point. And at the same time, we came out of D23. We had Deadline reporter Justin Kroll, who we've talked about a bunch on this show. He put out a tweet saying that, Marvel's X-Men film isn't happening for, quote, a very long time. So any news about castings, he says, would be far out from now. So, Kendall, you talked about you. I mean, I don't have to ask you. You're disappointed. You said that this was a a bad week, a bad week for Marvel, which is a bold statement, considering this (laughs) was them releasing content and giving us more details. You're saying it it went bad. It went badly. So yeah, I guess, poorly, yeah. So so I'm sure we didn't even get, get into the Fox angle of you already talked about what was disappointing with what they showed us. So get yeah. into the Fox side of this, like what's where's yeah, disappointment this, that there? Was the, bigger, the bigger L, right? Like you said, what, what they showed us, some good, I think mostly, meh, but, um, but what they showed us uh, again, I'm not, I'm never gonna be the guy that's like, give me less Marvel. You know, they want to do Werewolf by Night, it's fine. Not for me, but, you know, I'm not going to be mad at them for giving me more Marvel content. But when, where the issues come is when you have everybody, you know, everybody is waiting on certain properties. Uh, Fantastic Four being a big one. uh, The X-Men being the biggest one. Um, You know, even, even something like uh even something like uh like blade yeah or blade um you know i mean we have these properties that we know are coming out like like wonder man show and i'm not saying that you know i was kicking myself that we didn't get anything from the wonder man show but we know we're getting something from that um we know we're gonna get uh we think we're gonna get something some sort of world war hulk movie and you know, maybe just the timing of She-Hulk is airing now, so they're like, we don't want to announce anything 
boss yield coming out, which is just, just you know, poor timing, unfortunately for them. Um, but like there, there, there are all the all these all the, all these things that we know are coming down the pike, and the 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 messaging that I've heard as for why we got no fantastic forecast is because, well, they always wanted they needed a director in place to help cast the fantastic. Right. Yeah, so I mean, where where we go from here with with the Fantastic Four? I mean, that's I, that honestly, I think it's the biggest question because, I mean, when you look at the slate, I mean, I don't know. I mean, usually Marvel it, it's it's designed for them to make announcements at Comic Con and D twenty three, and they usually kind of go away for <laughs> for yeah. six seven months, for, and then that's when movies start coming out. But right, um, but. As we look, I mean, again, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to get Fantastic Four announcements, like, just through the trades, which is, I mean, it's fine, but that's, that's lame. I mean, and, or and that, or we got to wait till Comic-Con next year. You know, that's, that's how it looks. And that would be a disaster if we didn't have a Fantastic Four until, like, July of next year. Because, um, I mean, I don't, they're not going to be a new Yeah, I mean, the movie comes out in 2024, right? Isn't that the plan? Yeah. Yeah, so yes. I mean, you're talking about yeah, that would be terrible. I mean, I nah, know, it's a year later, and then the movie comes out just the next year. I think it's in, isn't it earlier in that 2024 site too? Am I not mistaken? It doesn't gotta come out. Doesn't gotta come out before the Avenger movies, or I mean, I could be wrong about that. Uh, I don't know if it's before the Avenger. Okay. Um, oh yeah, no, I'm wrong. It's November, so yeah, it's after. But man, I mean, I, I to me, I just again, I, I I think they're they're in a they're in a bind in terms of being able to announce stuff right now, and um, like the X Men. I mean, again, what's McCall put out his his thing on the X Men crawl, basically saying they're not, they have had no plans on, on anything X Men, they have no plans on anything X Men for years, so you know. Don't expect to hear anything about the X Men you. but I that to me sounded like that he might have got a text from like Kevin Feige saying, "All right, tired of all the speculation." Yeah, Just tell him what to tell tell these guys what to because that's the thing. Like we've had no messaging. Like the message has gotten out of control. Like people are just listening to the leak, the leakers at this point saying, "Well, you know, we're getting Reed Richards, or we're getting this, or we're getting that," and I feel like that had to have been his. Because why why would Kroll come out with this tweet now and not like three months ago or not before? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Before you would think that the you would think that the you would think that the situation hadn't changed, you know? Yeah. Right. Why would you be the guy to pour cold water on this thing, like after Comic Con, E twenty three, and not before it, but people didn't go in with ridiculous expectations. Yeah, that part of Only it, that... unless somebody told you, right after the fact. Yeah, that part of it definitely seemed a little odd. I think for me, uh, I don't know how Shen feels. I, I felt like the Fantastic Four, no casting announcements. I don't want to say it was a complete surprise because, I mean, that's major news. So whenever it happens, that's going to be major. So whenever it doesn't happen, it's disappointing, but I can't go as far as say, oh, like, how the hell did this not happen? We expected this. Like, I expected it. I thought it was going to happen, but it's like, you kind of have to temper your expectations and say, okay, whenever that happens, that's going to be major. And you assume you want that they want to have every single duck in every single row when they do that. So, for whatever reason, that wasn't this past weekend. 
I don't know when it's going to be, but as Kendall mentioned, we, we got a long ways to go from now. I, I don't think, you know, I don't think you just having a Disney Investor Day be the thing where you do that with. I don't I don't know. He did announce Fantastic Four Disney Investor Day, so maybe I'm wrong. But I would, I would, you would think that you're gonna have to now wait till San Diego Comic Con, which is now July of 2023, which that's a long, long time from now. So that's definitely a disappointment. And the more I hear about when I mean, Crow coming out this week, the more I think that that rumor that they can't use any of those X Men characters unless they bring back the old crew, I think it's true. All right. Twenty twenty five. Yeah, the room. The word is that twenty twenty five. Those people have contracts that are ironclad, and if you're going to use the X Men, you have to use those people, and that's why they haven't touched the X Men. In fact, that's why we've seen you know uh, Patrick Stewart, Patrick and why Stewart. we've seen uh, uh, the other dude, the Quicksilver, um, Evan Peters. Like those people might just be under contract where you, you can't do anything <laughs> with new characters, new people that aren't. You know, either Stewart or or uh, or McAvoy or you know uh, or Peters or uh, Fastbender, like, and that uh, we talked about this before. I just don't know why they wouldn't just come out and say that. Now, maybe this rumor coming out is them trying to say that to us through these leaks, but and then now Kroll is like now saying this makes it okay. You people that are smart, you read those leaks a couple weeks ago, and now you have this very highly reputable source saying. No X-Men for a long time, so, you know, please put two and two together and stop bothering me about the X-Men. I just don't know why you just can't come out and say that. I don't know why you can't come out and say that. To me, it's not that hard. Like, we understand, like, people are smart to understand contracts and the way things work. To kind of let this be this little carrot that's hanging out there is tough. And, you know, think about this. Like, it was Comic-Con 2019 when Kevin Feige said, you know, Fantastic Four and Mutants are coming. That was 2019. Like, to me, you can't put that out there and then have in the back of your head, oh, by the way, I can't touch any mutants until 2025, 20, six years from now. Like, why are you even yeah. saying anything? Like, I mean, could he have not known at that time? Could he have felt like I can get out, excuse me, I can get out of these contracts uh, and, and then we'll figure this out and now they know that they can't get out of these contracts? I don't Maybe know. There was just, I, it also may have been uh, just the pressure of, like, everybody the deal being done in public and people wanting you to make a public comment about it yeah i mean that could have been it too but that that feels like that felt like that now feels like a major misstep if it's true that x-men are very a very long time from now like that that's the quote from kroll i mean very long time to me yeah that tells me we ain't getting nothing for at least two years at least and they've been had the x-men characters the x-men properties for years now we're not you know oh this is didn't push that back no, yeah, we're not year one into the Fox Disney deal. Like we're in year three or four now. And you're telling me you're oh, allowed to make castings through COVID. Yeah. So you're allowed you're to hire me, a director through COVID. Yeah. So you're telling me now through all this time we're we've had no chance of seeing anything. That that does feel like a missed up. That does feel disappointing. I, I, I will say I am surprised we got nothing from the Fox properties. I'm not saying that I expected we'd get Fantastic Four. I expected something from X-Men. What happened with um, Deadpool? I was going to say, I really thought Deadpool was like almost a lock. I really, and now again, the rumor was that, oh, we're going to get something from Deadpool. I mean, the director and the screenwriters can't shut up about it. Like, they get asked about it all the time, and they're constantly giving. I just saw a quote from the director today talking about, you know, the advice Kevin Feige's given him. And, you know, it made him wonder if he could somehow do something with Stranger Things. Because he's like, I love the way they, you know, combine universes. Like, 
like they're like the guys working on that movie are talking about the movie and Marvel can't say anything like something's weird about that to me. So that part of this sham is tough to swallow, a tough pill to swallow when it comes to just how this weekend played out. You know, the stuff with the the puff that they put out, you know, again, I think that was more of them saying we're up by 50. We don't need to do too much here, but not having anything for the stuff that people are really excited about. And as someone else mentioned on Twitter, you keep playing the damn X-Men music every chance you get. Like, we've heard that X-Men music in Doctor Strange. We've heard it now in Miss Marvel. Spoilers for everybody who didn't watch those movies, those movies, those shows. Uh, you know, you're playing it at Comic-Con for the 97 show. You're talking about the X-Men 97 show. Like, I don't know. I Like, to have all that happening and then be like... Telling your fans don't expect anything from the X-Men from anytime soon is just that is tough for me to accept. I gotta be honest. And X-Men has been arguably Marvel's best comic book property uh for the past several years. Yes. According to what I've hear, heard and just what I've seen. <laughs> yes. um, I can I can confirm that myself, having read a lot of this stuff. Yes. Yeah, X-Men has been has been on a roll. Um uh in in, in basically every way. Except uh, except the movies, apparently, since nothing is going to happen with the movies. So, um, yeah, it's a mistake. It's a mistake. Um, if it's some kind of legal thing, um, they should either tell people or tell the trades who can then tell people. <laughs> you Remember know? When, when they couldn't do um, Daredevil? That was all over the place. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a proxy thing. Like they didn't say it, but it was known. They they made sure that the trades knew all yeah, all the Daredevil trades, thing all of Hollywood knew. Y'all ain't gonna see Daredevil for a while. Don't ask about it. We all know why. We're gonna write a million articles letting all of you guys know why, and and no one asked about it. So it is strange, you know. I think it it, it feels to me like we're gonna get a drip drab of of a mutant every once in a. You know, a little drip of a mutant here, a little talk of a mutant there uh, for a few years until, you know, of course, whatever, 2025, whatever year comes and then boom, he's just going to open the floodgates. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just I think it's going to overshadow everything else. Um, I think and I think it puts more pressure on Marvel to be very successful with its stories and its shows Um and just everything else. Um, like, take the Thunderbolts, for example. Um, like, like I don't... I wouldn't say I don't care about the Thunderbolts now. I wouldn't go that far. But it's. I'm definitely not... I'm definitely not like, oh, man, I'm so ready to see the Thunderbolts in movie theaters. I'm kind of just like, I want to see the trailers. It, literally. That's, like, my... That's my mood on the Thunderbolts. And, um... And it's, it's a shame. It's a shame, I mean, you know? So... How many conversations did we have about like, dang, you know how hard it is for Marvel to, to top Endgame, but the only way you can do it is you're bringing in the, the X-Men. You're bringing in the Fantastic Four. That's the only way you can replace Robert Downey and replace Chris Evans and create a new, you know, era of, of, of Marvel movies that people can still get still get behind and still get excited the same way they have for the past decade. And they're trying to do it without the X-Men. And the Fantastic Four, they say they're doing it, but they haven't said anything about it. We know absolutely nothing about the movie. 
and it's it. I mean, we'll see how that continues to go. Again, so far, it's been mixed results. They've had some good stuff. I mean, I think one of the better things that we've seen from them was Shang-Chi. And they didn't say anything about Shang-Chi, too. I mean, to me, I thought that right. that, that would be a layup. Like, I thought, oh, yeah, we, we at least get confirmation that we're getting a Shang-Chi sequel or that, you know, we're going to see more of Simu Lu as Shang-Chi. And, I, I mean, again, I have no doubt that we will see more of Simu Lu as Shang-Chi. And I have no doubt that we'll probably get a Shang-Chi sequel. But no acknowledgement of that. Strange move. I mean, you know, I think they, they're... They're they're in a they're in a weird spot. Um, I mean, the thing I think the thing that people are looking most forward to right now is is is, is the Secret Wars movie, which which is it makes sense. It's not surprising. It's it, um, and I think there's going to be a large contingent of people that will be disappointed when it, it, you know if and when Storm is not in Black Panther two. I think there's going to be a good amount of people I, that are going to be mean, like I would hope similar man, to Secret Invasion that people. Expect people's expectations have hit them to the fact that she's not gonna be in the movie, but <laughs> right, man, like, I mean, but I also think that there's gonna be a lot of seg. I mean, we already know that there's a large segment of people that are gonna see Black Panther two that like aren't following this stuff as closely as we are. They're right, assuming like yeah, Storm. There's they know like, that oh, Storm and the X Men are with it, but they, and so they're oh, just like, oh, know, be- yeah, they're gonna say, oh, Man. Professor X was in. In the, yeah, the Scarlet Witch, Witch Doctor Strange joint, yeah, and and one hundred percent that that that'll be that'll be a talking point and that'll be a narrative and you know I mean look I I I am very confident I don't say very confident but I think that the next not the next big thing but one of the next big things that Marvel has planned that they're not going to say anything they may not say anything until I think their next uh their next Tobey Maguire Andrew Garfield moment. Is going to be when Hugh Jackman is in Secret War. I think that they're building, they're building that. Yeah, I can see that. And I think that's part of, like, part of them like not wanting to touch the X Men. I don't think yeah. that's all of it because it doesn't make any sense. But I also think that they also don't. They may not want to undercut that moment by doing all this other stuff X Men related. Yeah, I can. I could definitely see that. I. I. I don't. I don't necessarily disagree. That you know, and I misspoke by the way earlier. Fantastic Four is be- is before Avengers, but those moves are twenty twenty five. That's where I spoke there. Makes but sense. um, like yeah, I mean, I think that it's far away, it's far long enough where like those contracts start to come up, and you can say, okay, you know, we got one la- one more year of this. Well, let's use the one guy you know everybody's always wanted to see in a Marvel movie, and that being Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Let's throw him in now. So I could definitely see that. I think. Again, still not having the Deadpool thing still is just it just kind of boggles my mind. We know this happening. They pretty much told us. Bob I mean, when, I mean, remember when they? Again, thank you for mentioning that. Like when they announced that they were buying Fox, like it, they led with Deadpool. Deadpool yeah. coming he's, to he's the, the hottest. He's the Deadpool hottest thing was, they had yeah, he, he was the hottest thing on the block. It was like Deadpool was coming to Marvel. He's coming to Disney. They made a graphic with Deadpool on the on a on a school bus with you know a, a Disney a Disney World hat on like they were like Mickey Mouse yeah with Mickey Mouse ears and you, I mean you're this far along you I mean we know who Daredevil's gonna we you know who Deadpool's gonna be we we know who the casting is we know who the director is we know who the writers are they're talking about the movie nonstop we can't even get that 
that's where I felt like it was the, yo, we up 50. We don't need to do anything. Because that felt like a layup. That felt like, okay, we obviously going to get something from Deadpool. That's going to be really cool because I really want to see where they're going to go. And we got nothing. That was a little disappointing. Uh, and then on the Fantastic Four thing, I mean. <sighs> do you buy the excuse? No. I don't buy the excuse at all. I don't buy the excuse at all. That has never stopped Kevin Feige from hiring somebody to be a character. He did it with Spider-Man. Spider-Man, it was a, the Russos never did a Spider-Man movie, and they were the ones, that, and him, along with Feige, that were casting for Civil War, for the Spider-Man, for the future. We didn't have John Watts in, in on board yet. So I, I don't I don't buy that at all. He's, he's casted people without that person being attached to a director. Whoever's doing Thunderbolts is... is- yeah, that person had no, they had no, they never they had no say <laughs> in any of the people being, being in that movie. So, no, being I don't buy. Or any of them even being no, in the movie. Yeah. No, none. And uh, am I the only one who doesn't feel like you have to have all of them on board to announce who's <laughs> going to be in the movie? Like, if you only had Reed and Sue, like, let's say if those were the two, you could 100% come with here is our Reed and Sue. They're a married couple. Right. Like, you can do Absolutely. like if it's okay if it's Sting and Sue okay that's, yeah that's a little weird. I think or if it was Johnny, like, yeah. I think it was Johnny and Sue. You could have done it. They're siblings. Yeah, like if Johnny and Thing, you could have done it. Like, right. There's a lot of combinations with two people that would have worked. Like now, now I will say maybe if they had three, maybe it gets a little awkward. Maybe it's a little awkward if it's three. But I mean, I, I still feel like yo, just hold, tell one of them to hold back. <laughs> We'll, we'll drop you in the next couple of months or whatever when we get the fourth deal done. Like, I, I that 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 to me, even that excuse I was hearing, I, I'm not sure if I necessarily buy either. Now that might be more real. That might be the reason why we didn't get anything. Is this? Do you think this is a casting process that they are actually like they are doing? They're like, not doing these re- deals doing, Yeah, they do. Or I was gonna say, are they doing like auditions for? Well, exactly. Like they're doing they, they're doing real team building here. Like they're not just saying. I want my point guard to be so and so. I don't care what the rest of the team looks like. Like they're at, they're considering. Well, I don't know who my Reed Richards is because I don't know who Ben Grimm is yet, and that matters. Or I don't know who is playing Sue Storm, and these things matter. And so, like you said, it's sort of an audition process slash negotiation process, whatever you want to call it. And like they need. A collective four, and they have to come to that conclusion. I just feel like that's hard. I don't know. Again, I don't know how all these things work, but that just feels like unnecessary to me. And and I, and by the way, also, I'm sorry for me as well. Like I, maybe the John Watts stuff was way more complicated and more frustrating behind closed doors than they've let on. But they had a director. Like it was wasn't. Just, it wasn't yeah. like they just haven't had a director. For the last two years since they announced this movie came out. Two years. That was 2020 when they announced they were doing Fantastic Four. Two years later, we have no castings. But they had a director for a year. Or more than a year. A year and a half. And so, like, what was John Watts not doing anything? Like, you had no conversations about who you wanted in the movie? Like, something about this is weird. Like... I don't know. I have no idea what it is. I don't know if there's going to be a big a, about face because they've changed directors. Like maybe this is a bigger deal than than we're letting on, and, and maybe we should have just known that since it's a whole different director. But 
I didn't. I mean, I don't think the screenwriters changed. I don't think John Watts was writing that movie, so I don't know why that would have changed too much. I don't know. Something's something's weird about this fantastic. Something something is very weird about everything everything they do with these Fox properties, and something that we knew would be complicated, but Disney and Marvel convinced us that they it would be more stream straightforward. Has been nothing like that. It has not been. Do you feel? Today and and Alex Mari specific, you know, even more specifically, do we feel more comfortable today that John Krasinski is going to be Reed Richards than we did coming out of Doctor Strange? No. Uh, I'm feeling about the same, which is pretty comfortable. I mean, which I've been on that bandwagon for a long time, but but this doesn't change how I'm feeling about Krasinski being Mr. Fantastic. I feel like Doctor Strange was possibly potentially an audition, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, sort of an audition. And I think he did a good job for for what he was given. So my my my, yeah. my only problem would be if if he's going to be Doctor Strange. I mean, if he's going to be Reed Richards, why don't you just tell us that? What's the what's the game that we're playing here? You know, I don't know. I, I mean, and, and that's, that's why I, start, I started to feel less confident. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of leading into like the issue I've had with Feige for the past few years now. It's been a lot of trolling, very little dialogue, and co- and content that hasn't been as high quality. Those are like that's kind of a very those are three things that are bad combination. And look, it hasn't been trash. But it's been mixed. And when stuff is mixed and you're quiet and you won't tell us when the X-Men are coming, you won't tell us when the Fantastic Four – well, we know when it's, when it's coming. But we don't know what's going on with it. We don't know, we who, know they who they are. They are. You yeah. know, we don't know who the Fantastic Four is. And you keep trolling us with these oh, – oh, there's a mutant coming someday. And, you know, Professor X is in this thing, but, you know, we're going to kill him off. And, you know, same thing with Reed Richards and all this other trolling stuff. It's not it's not working, you know, and, and people don't aren't going to react positively to that stuff. I don't I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I, don't, I, I, I don't know what we're doing. What, what's going he can, on? He can say whatever he wants, but him going out on that stage this weekend and saying, I just want you guys to know I have nothing to say about the Fantastic Four. So it, that's 100 percent true. It's because weird. It's very really, weird. If they, if I feel bad for the people that were there, <laughs> they, they they can say all they want. Well, we can't control what the media reports, and we can't control right. the leakers and the scoopers. I don't care about what those guys had to say. What I cared about is what EJ said. They said in 2019. What I care about is what they is what they announced at Disney Investor Day in 2020, and what they've announced about Fantastic Four periodically. On the timeline of, of events, I feel like we should have a, a Fantastic Four by now. Like, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be in September of 2022 and we still don't know who's playing. We thought we would know last year. And so we're still playing this game that we don't know who's, who's playing the Fantastic Four. I, I mean, we've had, and we've long had this thing of, I mean, we were asking in, like, April, like, before Doctor Strange, do we think they know who's playing the Fantastic Four? That was a real question. They probably we thought they probably know. They may they may know who's playing the Fantastic Four right now. Yeah, and, and they had a chance to announce it at Comic Con, and 
we're now we may leave the we may leave this year without knowing who's playing the Fantastic Four. And we're supposed to believe that they don't know. I mean, if that's the case, I don't care if it's trolling or what. That's a fumble. They fumbled it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I mean, Kendall is he's 100 percent right. It is 2019. You're talking about Fantastic Four on the way. 2022 is coming to a close. We don't have a we don't have anything. We, we have a direct. We don't know the it. story. We don't, we don't, know, the story. We don't know a story, villain. We don't have anything like that. And again. So I'll away. give them one caveat. Yeah. The only thing I mentioned before you continue. I mean, I I mean, I, I think and I think a lot of people think and we don't know what to believe these days that we're getting Dr. Doom and Black Black Panther. We have no reason. But we have no indication from anything Marvel told us. But yes, it's only been through from the or that was the early word rumors, about the movie that, rumors, right? And we haven't heard much about that recently. But I don't think that that was thrown out there by random. But if I mean if that would be the only thing that I'll say is that if they've casted Doctor Doom and they like they don't that's what they want to start with, and that we'll start getting stuff for the Fantastic Four after we see Doctor Doom. I'm not convinced that Doctor Doom's development Fantastic Four movie. So that's the only part that never made any sense. I agree with that too. Yeah, I totally because because again, Faye likes to do things different from how they were done before. So he's yeah, gonna do a, a Doctor Doom movie, a Doctor Doom villain after the first Fantastic Four movie, Doctor Doom is the villain after the reboot Fox Doctor Doom <laughs> movie, Doctor Doom is the villain. Like, I, I'm not agree. I'm not convinced that he's the villain of the first Fantastic Four movie at all. So I totally agree. So I, that that in theory shouldn't have any real bearing on the Fantastic Four coming out unless we're wrong, but. I think there's evidence to suggest that we wouldn't be wrong or something like that. I think at the end of the day, I just think Marvel is just gonna have to. They they they, they gotta they gotta read this thing up. I mean, Shamari's mentioned it. Like it's not like I I think they had a grand pretty much a grand slam at Comic Con. I'm not gonna sit here and be revisionist history. Like they dropped the mic with what they gave us in Comic Con. It was big time, no question about that. But. I do think there needs to be a little bit of a reality check of where they are in their creative process in terms of the crowd reception right now. And it's the people are more excited for stuff that's happening in the future than what's going on today. And that's a problem. And it's not like that they wasn't always ha- the case. And right. It's not as that has not been always the case. You're right about that. Kendall. I mean, you had, a, you had two, you had, you had an in game coming out and people were really excited about Captain Marvel, like really excited. Like yep. it wasn't this oh Captain Marvel just an afterthought like just give me any game like people were like yo Captain Marvel like this is gonna be lit when, and then when there was going... Spider when we knew that there was a debut Spider Man movie coming out people were like yeah but I want to see Captain I want to see Captain America Civil War I don't care about the Spider Man we'll worry right. about that laughter right like 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 that has not always been the case but that is the case today and like I was gonna say it's not like they haven't had opportunities because people wanted to get excited about. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and I still really love that movie. Like I'm not sitting here again being business history, but like they they didn't really capitalize on like all the possibilities that movie could have been. Now we know it's probably because Secret Wars is coming, but they they kind of played it safer than I think we all expected. Um, there have been movies that have come out since people were really excited about Black Widow. They're like, "Yo, what the hell? Why is this movie?" This sequel, this prequel, like, is there something we're going to know? Like, what's going to happen? And it was Boontails. It was literally just, yo, here's a story about Black Widow doing stuff. 
Like that that was it. Like yeah. They've had opportunities Eternal where people were actually Yeah, they had opportunity where people were Everybody, actually were excited. talking about Oh, why are they doing this Eternals movie? I yeah, mean, we got to get mutants. Or this gonna, has to be the reason mutants, why. Right? Like people, there's no other reason. Nobody like, asking for this. People had real expectations for what they were going to see during that time and they Marvel's given us no reason to like go back to that and be like, oh, like these were big moments. And like you can't say that about the older Marvel movies. Like some of them were trash. Like tra- like Thor 3, Thor, Thor 2, Dark World is trash. Iron Man yeah. 2 is trash. But there are things in that movie that are very important. For yeah. the rest, for the future and of the it, MCU, and, and you go back to them and say, "Okay, well, this was a big moment. This was important." And it doesn't speak to like I can't say, "Well, yeah, that, that era of Marvel was just it was just mid after mid after mid," you know, like that's what people are saying now. Is that like, yeah, every time Marvel is coming up to the plate, you know, it's a ground. Yeah, you, like, you could you could one hundred percent argue that that little era where they were doing Iron Man two and Thor Dark World, like that, that was the most mid Marvel has ever been. Yeah, way more I mean, mid than that. Way more mid than now. Right, but like people, people didn't have the same. You know, like people didn't have the same uh, apathy. You know, right? It was, it's so bizarre. Like it, we're still, like, we're more excited. We were more excited then than we are now. And then look, it, they're prisoners of their own success. When you're when you're hitting at such a high rate, you know, it becomes it becomes harder and harder to to, to top everything that you've done but again i mean we've talked about it at nauseum but like the i mean the easiest thing that i mean people are telling you or yelling you right in the face like do the x-men like if you do the x-men people will come people will go see fantastic four i mean you want to talk about a brand that we thought was was just dead you know i mean four years ago five years ago that fantastic four brand was unt- I mean, Fox couldn't give it away for free, and like that's a movie now that people are are like dying to hear something about, dying dying to see the Fantastic Four, and like you would think Marvel would be able to capitalize off that, but I think they're I don't want to again I don't want to say they're delusional because Kevin Feige knows what he's doing, yes. but I think they I think they feel like like you said because they're up on the competition. That we don't need a we don't need a positive joke. We don't need we don't need cheap pop. You know, like in wrestling, you don't need we don't need we don't need cheap pop to say, oh, here's Reed Richards just to get some 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 positive, you know, press clippings for a couple of weeks and just to get the the people off our back. Because I think in their mind they're like, I don't think they see that the people that there's real heat. I think they think that that everybody's loving everything. You know, and I, I, I think that they would be really, really benefited by just little bits of news on the X Men and the Fantastic Four. I mean, the way the internet just exploded off a little, you know, tease in in a in a Miss Marvel show that like yeah, it dominated dominated all yeah, of social media for a whole, yeah for a I mean, whole weekend. The, the, that that was the biggest that was the biggest thing that came out of that show, and that was like. That was it was like five seconds. It had nothing to do with Miss Marvel. No, no, very. You know, like very little. Yeah, very little to do with Miss Marvel. And the yeah. biggest thing that came out of that show, and they could they could do that in every project they do. And pe- I mean, you know, we we talk about She Hulk. Any little any little thing that may be a, a, a vague reference to a potential mutant 
and people are running wild with it. Like, fame and Falcon Winter Soldier, they go to Madripoor, people are losing their mind. Like, do they yeah, not like understand Smart, that, like, that, that? Like Shamari said, this all feels like trolling. It does. That's the, it all feels like trolling. It's like, why are you even doing this stuff if you're not actually going to capitalize on it at all? Yeah. Because, again, at the end of the day, Marvel has set the expectation that, yes, like Kevin Feige is asking, why are you guys asking about the Fantastic Four all the time? Like, as if we we said we were going to announce anything. We never said we were announcing the Fantastic Four cast. You guys have set the expectation that oh, over the years that, yes, when you have a movie coming out, that you guys will probably announce the cast of the movie at some point at these types of events. So, yes, your people are expecting, whether or not it's Penn Badgley or it's, you know, John Boyega playing Reed Richards or Jodie Comer is playing Sue Storm. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't have to buy into any of that stuff to believe that we were getting a fantastic forecast. It's just because that's, that's the way that things have gone over the last decade when it comes to Marvel. So, yes, they, 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 they have, I don't want to say they've misled people, but they have let down people by the way they handled D23 when it comes to the Fantastic Four and the X-Men. You know, and the smart way, if the X-Men, because there's no, there's, there's no, like, logical explanation from a, from, if, if, that if they have the rights to do the X-Men, full rights to do anything, there's no logical explanation for why they're handling it the way they're handling it. Uh, yeah. unless, I would like to have a conversation with Kevin Feige five years from now, explaining why they handled it that way, because I don't, I don't see it. So, I love, if the only logic... Hopefully we get that conversation with him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Avoid. I mean, if, if if the only the only logical explanation would seem to be that there's there's contractual uh limitations. Yeah, some, some, something legal going on. Yeah, something legal. And yeah. I would I mean we said it we said it a million times, I would tell the people that. Even if it's gotta be indirectly, I would tell the people that there is there are legal reasons why they can't do the X Men. Don't get your hopes up. And Smart. I think people would, would would I think people would galvanize behind the stuff they're actually doing yeah. if we knew that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm completely distracted. I don't like the the Thunderbolts, I mean werewolf by night, I mean that's a complete afterthought. Like Yeah. Hey, like I would be I would be a little more interested in werewolf by night and oh like you said Blade may could have been showing up. I wouldn't have cared about that if I knew that the X Men were coming. Yeah. But I would have been a little more locked in to be like, oh, maybe Blade may show up, or maybe we'll get Elsa Bloodstone, or maybe we'll get Dracula or something. I don't care. <laughs> where's Where's Wolverine? Who's Wolverine? <laughs> so yeah, that's my right. Shamari, I'll give you the final word on uh, on this before we get out. Yeah, man. I mean, I basically agree with everything Kendall said. Um, you know, they gotta stop messing around. As I said before, they're not hitting on all cylinders. Their 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 projects have been uh, just mixed. Some are some are good. Few are like fantastic. You know, since Spider Man, I'd say I don't know if anything has been like a you know like fantastic to go around like yeah, this is like top tier, top shelf Marvel all timer type stuff. Like no, nothing has been, and is so I don't think they have. Their 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 Infinity Saga, Infinity War, Endgame kind of the uh, 
you know, the leeway that they were given by those movies is fading quickly, like very quickly. Like the more time passes, the more we get away from, you know, like I think I feel like and I feel like some other popular media like media like video games can help them as well. I think the Spider-Man 2 game that's going to come out next year is going to help them, <laughs> to be very honest. I think yep. that's gonna help Marvel. I think the Wolverine game, whenever that comes out, is gonna help Marvel. And there's no Iron Man these... game. There's no Iron Man game, a Captain America game, and a Black Panther game. Yeah, yeah, the Captain America and Black Panther game. But uh, Amy Amy Hennig, who did like the 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 uh, Uncharted games, I think she wrote the Uncharted games. Like like those are gonna help Marvel. All these things are gonna help Marvel. All these those those types of media also are gonna help to kind of bolster the their brand because it's simmering right now. So they need to. You know, kind of get some some urgency on like, you know, hey, let's get the people excited about something that we're working on. Even if it's even if, you know, oh, we like to keep our secrets. But, you know, listen, we're pretty sure we're going to do this. Let's just say we're going to do it and let them know that, that there's ex- bigger things to come than where we'll find out, you know, like because that's people don't care about that. And nothing that we're doing right now is, is hitting. So they need to they need to earn that goodwill back. I think that's a good place to wrap the show this week, guys. So I want to thank everybody for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. Of course, shout out to my guys, Shamari and Kendall, for joining me as always. You can catch all of our shows on New Generation Podcast Network. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast, as well as Twitter, New Generation Media. Uh, sorry, New, Generation, New, Generation, New Generation Pod on Twitter. And individual social media. Kendall can be found on Twitter, New Gen Ken. You can find Shamari on Instagram and Snapchat, Snapchat MTSharon22. And you can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart. And on Instagram and on TikTok, Action EJ. That's going to do it for now. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. For Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace. <laughs>